This is the Incremental Gains Podcast, helping you to improve on yesterday, every day. This podcast is brought to you by Maximum Edge CIC. Maximum Edge deliver training and learning opportunities for individuals who are facing many barriers to progressing and achieving in life. Maximum Edge works with people in workshops and one-to-one sessions to support them to make changes in their lives so they can progress and move forward in fulfilling their full potential. They work with people in local communities and sport with the aim of investing in people, which in turn will help to strengthen communities. For more information, go to www.maximumedge.org.uk. Today's session, we're going to look at goal setting. The sessions we've had previously regarding the self-talk, the behaviours, the way you learn, the filters, will all help as a combination when you come to goal setting. They'll all help in a different way, whether that's to set the goal and the way you set the goal, or the motivation to achieve the goal and move forward with it. In this session, I'm not going to necessarily set out any specific exercises, but I'm going to talk about the different different ways of setting goals we're going to look at smart goals we're going to look at how goals are set within NLP and we're going to look at how a few sort of successful individuals would set goals too and I'm going to be referring back to previous episodes for techniques to create these these goals and achieve them now just want to get one thing out of the way first of all there's different thoughts about having goals people who think yes we should all have goals should be striving to achieve and grow within ourselves as development so you're constantly growing and as Tony Robbins says if you're not growing you're dying so it's important I think in my in my opinion to have goals now what I think a lot of people disagree with is the fixation on the outcome so having the goal is a good thing it's something to achieve you can get learning from it but what's important is not to get fixated on the outcome it sounds like a cliche. Clichés are cliches for a reason, because there is a grain of truth to them. But it's about the journey. It's not about the destination. To get what I'm saying, if you don't achieve what you set out to do, then you can learn from it like we've spoken about in previous episodes. You win or you learn. You can get feedback from that and start the ball rolling again. But what happens if you get fixated on that result, that end result, achieving that goal, and you don't achieve it, then it affects your self-talk. You put labels on yourself, as we've spoken about before. So it's important to have goals. We don't get too hung up on the outcome. Smart goals are quite a common way of setting goals. So when we say smart goals, what do we mean? It's a mnemonic. The S, specific. The M is measurable. The A is achievable. The R is realistic. And the T is time-bound. So I won't dwell too long on this, but I'll just go through and explain a little bit what each means. So specific, the actual goal needs to be specific. So instead of just, I want to get fit, I want to lose weight, I want to get a new job, they're quite general goals. You need to be more specific with it, so add a, add a value to that, to that statement. So how much weight do you want to lose? What indication will you have to know that you're fit? So it may be run a 10k, run a 5k lose 10 pounds lose 14 pounds it's got to be specific and measurable 
Again, with that value you've put in the specific part of the, of the acronym, that enables you to measure it. If you just say, I'm just gonna lose weight, how can you, the, the goal needs to be measurable. How can you measure whether you've succeeded or not? Is it achievable? Achievable, is it, is it something that's so far out your grasp that you're not gonna be able to sort of achieve it in this first instance? Once you've achieved little incremental steps, remember we spoke about in incremental steps, the uh, overcoming emotions episode regarding anxiety and delivering speeches, doing it in incremental steps rather than trying to, to achieve that goal. It's just outside your grasp. And the goal's got to be realistic. Is it a realistic expectation? You want to you wanna get fit. So what value will you put on the term get fit? You want to complete an Ironman triathlon. Is that realistic? you haven't run for 20 odd years is that a realistic goal now that being said and we'll speak a little bit about this later on that might be a realistic goal two years down the line and again it needs to be brought down to achieve little stepping stones so the ultimate goal the ultimate aim may be to complete that triathlon however broken down into chunks chunking down like we spoke about in the filter session it could be couch to 5k nhs plan podcast on your phone nine weeks couch to 5k and then building up to completing that triathlon in two years and time bound again put a time limit on it it could be quite vague say i want to get fit all right it's not specific are you going to measure it are you going to achieve it if you don't have a value on that goal how will you know when you've achieved it is it realistic yeah it's realistic just to get fit what i'm saying is, is you put that time limit on it you're accountable you become accountable now my issue with smart goals and they are important and i think if you've not got goals and you've never sort of set goals before then i think smart goals are a really good way way to start developing goal setting skills the issue i have i think the word is smart goals to me they lack of passion and what do i mean by that well you think of some of the the greatest achievements in sport, in technology, in whatever walk of life your interests lie. Think of, think of who the pinnacle of that industry or sport is. Who's the figurehead? And what do you think their goals were? Someone on the outside looking in. I bet their goals were considered not realistic and not achievable, immeasurable and not specific. I mean, a personal example for me, someone I sort of really look up to and admire is Conor McGregor. I mean, those who watch MMA... It's a big announcement just been made that Conor McGregor's going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Now, four years ago, Conor McGregor was picking up. He was on the dole, but he had a belief. He had a passion to become, at his sport, the greatest in the world. And he told everyone that's what he was going to do. Now, do you think him sitting down and doing a smart goal, you could argue, I don't think he'd be where he is today if he had, if he, if he carried out the smart goal protocol. He set out to win a world title at featherweight. He set out to be a double world champion and win the lightweight title at the same time and then he faced adversity and got beat and he came back and rectified that loss and then campaigns to get a fight with what could be considered uh, one of the greatest boxers ever Floyd Mayweather now I don't know about you but maybe Conor McGregor didn't sit down and do a smart goal to achieve those goals another example could be Steve Jobs Jeff Bezos the inventor of Amazon. Do you think he sat down and did a um, smart goals to basically take over the world of online commerce, ebooks of now part of the food industry, with Amazon's recent taking over of Whole Foods? 
it's just something to think about. Yes, smart goals are good. Sometimes people want to achieve unbelievably great things. Things that some of us can't even fathom. How are you going to achieve that? There's a famous quote that says, if your goals don't scare you, that they're not big enough. There's also another quote, I believe it was by Winston Churchill, and I'm paraphrasing, but it says that those who are crazy enough to believe that they can change the world are the ones who usually do. So I think personally it's okay, smart goals are okay to do those little incremental building blocks. Once you've got that, that end goal, that goal that defies all odds, that may be unrealistic and unachievable, but that's where greatness lies, in trying to achieve those impossible tasks, impossible goals, but then smart goals come in. When you've got to break it down, you've got to break it down on a weekly, monthly, daily basis even. And I think that's an important distinction. Your goal, and we're going to speak about it in a little bit more detail in a minute when we look at um, how they set goals in, in NLP. That goal has got to give you motivation. So when, when the going gets tough and you're reaching adversity, it's going to be that unachievable, unrealistic, change the world, whatever that may mean to you, it's going to be that that carries you through. So let's look at how goals are set within NLP. So NLP, goals are set by creating compelling outcomes. So what does that mean? Well, if you think back to previous sessions we've done, talking about visualisation, the way you set your goals, language is important. So the filters, filter session. What's the language in those goals? Are they forward towards goals? Or are they away from goals? What's the language? So using positive language to reinforce the goal. When you achieve that goal, talk about what you will experience in sensory terms. So we talked about visual, audio, kinesthetic. When you achieve that goal, close your eyes and get the picture in your mind of what will, what will that picture look like when you achieve that goal? What will you hear? What will you see? What will you feel? Think about that environment. That will help create that compelling outcome in your mind. That visual, auditory, that kinesthetic, that experience in your mind. Again, this reinforces that compelling outcome. Another important thing, and I really like this for NLP, is not everybody's goals are good for them. That sounds a bit odd, but what I'm trying to say is that nothing happens in isolation of itself. Everything affects everything. So your goal is obviously personal to you, it's something you want to achieve, but how that, how does that affect everything else that goes on in your life? And that's going to have a knock-on effect on the whole process, the whole journey. So an important thing to do in NLP is called an ecology check. So the ecology check is you have your goal, you have what you want to work towards, and you ask yourself four questions, and the ecology check consists of, write down a list, whatever the goal is, 
what will happen, write down what will happen if you achieve X. X being the goal that you've set out to do. And then you write down a list of what will happen if you don't achieve X. Quite straightforward. Now the next two statements. You take a little bit of time to think about it. It's something that we don't naturally think about. So the next statement, what won't happen if you do achieve X? What won't happen if you do achieve X? And the last one, what won't happen if you don't achieve X? What won't happen don't achieve X. And then what you do is once you've written down all your your explanation explanations for each of them statements, that will give you a good enough feeling of what's going to happen. And you can look at that as what will happen in terms of your job, what will happen in terms of your personal relationships, what will happen in terms of your spouse, your partner. How will it affect your friends? How will it affect yourself? And it's this ecology check to make sure that the goal, for one, you're going to have the support around you to achieve the goal. And for two, if that goal is having a negative effect on the other people in your life, then is it really a goal that you should be having? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Another interesting way that I like to set goals is I look at and break down certain aspects of your life so and I take examples from um, people in books that I've read so we're going to look at James Altusha who's got a successful podcast and written written numerous amounts of books we're going to look at Dan John we referred to him in the uh, Gaz Fletcher episode and we're going to look at Ty Lopez who's a self-made millionaire and James Altusha breaks down his goals in physical financial personal, spiritual and emotional and what he tries to do is come up with short, mid, long term goals for each of those aspects of his life and pretty much the whole ethos of this podcast, Incremental Gains, is if if he can just improve by 1% each day from the previous day, then within a year, that's awesome progress isn't it? Dan John has a similar method where he breaks down his life into work, rest, play and pray. And when he speaks about praying, he's not necessarily talking about religion. Prayer is just time for yourself, time for that reflection, maybe meditation, that spiritual side. And Ty Lopez uses the same sort of, the same pattern, health, wealth, love and happiness. He sets goals for those four categories. Again, using different different methods, whether it be smart goals, whether it setting a goal that is just unbelievably unachievable, but then chunking down to achievable little steps, creating that compelling outcome. Now, just to summarise a little bit what we've spoken about, we, we spoke a little bit about... Um, the importance of having goals but the importance of not totally focusing and being too hung up on the outcome and I spoke about 
smart goals, which are really good. And I think they're a good starting point for people who want to, to start using goals and moving forward and looking at development. However, sometimes I don't necessarily find them that inspiring. Some people would argue that your goals are too small, you need to make them big, compelling. But then the other train of thought is if the goal's too big, it's not going to be achievable. I think there's a place for both, both kinds of thinking. We've looked at NLP and explained how they help you set goals using the visualisation techniques and also the ecology check, which I think is really important. And then we've looked at different ways on how to set goals within different aspects of your life, using these techniques to set goals within your health, within your wealth, within your love life, or relationships, and within your personal happiness. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.